The Late Morning Program with Nam Ras Podcast. Hare Krishna, everyone. You are listening to the Late Morning Program with Namras, the number one Hare Krishna podcast in the world. I'm here with a recurring guest, Gora Nataraj Prabhu. Gora Nataraj Prabhu, thank you for joining me. Hare Krishna. Thank you for inviting Prabhu. It's been two years exactly, and we yes. are back. <laughs> yes. So, so for our listeners uh, who are just joining us, uh, we did an episode uh, with Gornatraj Prabhu, uh, episode 20. If you want to go check out my YouTube page and Facebook page, uh, that was in person. So that was a, a, quite a while ago. But um, I'd love to hear about uh, Prabhu's evolution since then uh, regarding his own practice. Uh, we're going to talk about fasting later because I fasted with his uh, you know, guidance and also um, yoga and things like that. So Prabhu, what have you been up to since then? Well, that's, and thanks to you, uh, I toured last uh, February, I went to UK, and everyone knew me because of your podcast. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> everyone recognized me with your podcast, and yes. uh, I was promoting my book, Food for the Soul, right. and I was explaining why devotees need to have a good diet. <clears throat> so it was a lot of traveling, astrology consultations, yoga. But what changed uh, after all these travels was uh, the lockdown. It gave me an opportunity to fast for a month. So I did from our own book, I did a chia water fast, all these chia juices. Right. And chia that, seeds, that you was, put them in water and it turns into yeah. kind of like this, um, this kind of jelly like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, right. So last April was uh, a very wonderful time and I fasted for a month. It changed my body and mind completely. And I posted this on Facebook and uh, I started a fasting program called Chandrayana. So which starts on a full moon and ends on a full moon. So you gradually reduce your diet from uh, full moon, reduce it by one fifteenth. And you come to the new moon and you are zero. You are not eating anything. And from 115th, you gradually increase it by 115th from new moon to the full moon. Very interestingly, a lot of devotees joined this fast from last May. We just celebrated the anniversary with about 40 devotees. And we have had more than 350 devotees who have fasted, mostly devotees and about, uh, you know, like, 40 or 50 others from outside. But most of most of the devotees have reported uh, complete change in their body, in, in the ability to sit down for a long time, control their hunger. And uh, many of us are still connected. We practice yoga once in a while. And as I was doing that, my practice got deeper. And I wrote a book called Healing Mudras because when I was doing this fasting program, what I realized was you cannot just fast because fasting detoxes you, but you need to strengthen your body, mind, your organs so that they function better. So that when you come back to regular eating, you are a better person. So fasting allows you just like 
you have to change the oil in a car. So you have to park the car. Right. So fasting is a way to give the body rest, but then you have to change, put fresh oil, get the car stronger, better, and then it'll run good. So similarly, fasting, it's not just the fasting that helps. So uh, in the book, my favorite book, Yoga Rahasya, Nathamuni, who is the founder of uh, Sri Vaishnavism, he writes this book, Yoga Rahasya, he calls practice of yoga as bhakti yoga, as uh, he calls it, what do you call as regulated or vaidhi bhakti. When done to please Narayana. And I found it very interesting. He says, every practice of fasting and yoga should be started remembering Narayana in the heart. And that was my evolution. So then I found these mudras, they help you so much. A lot of devotees uh, with the diabetes and others, those who joined the program, I gave them simple mudras along with the fasting and it was so effective. Mm. And uh, last one and a half years, I've had many, like so many devotees who participated and uh, learned the mudras, asana, simple asanas with these with these simple changes. And uh, one thing I would like to <laughs> add here just <laughs> struck me. One devotee called me. He had a severe pain, trigeminal allergia, from one of our East Coast temples, and he said, uh, "Severe pain, Prabhu. I took some Ayurvedic medications. Uh, it went off, but it came back. So then I sat down." and listed his diet. I said, reduce rice, reduce chapati. Is this what will I eat? Uh, <laughs> paneer? <laughs> he said, no, reduce paneer also. So then I gave him quinoa and you know salads and, and simple things. Within 10 days, he said, Prabhu, it's completely gone. So he realized that, so most of our problems are due to digestion. So my evolution, so I studied this aspect even deeper uh and and it and it gave me an opportunity with so many devotees participating to alter their diets to see the changes and with this i have evolved a lot and last two months we have been uh, building new website new and uh, we are writing a new book which is almost done it is on uh, millets and healthy diet along with exercise and a whole lifestyle. So this is what we have been doing and uh, so excited to share so many of those things. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I I kind of want to talk a little bit about my reason and my kind of interest because I remember that you did do fasting. So my wife is away right now in England So with the, with the whole family. So I'm going to have a little bit of free time and well, a lot of free time, I mean, compared to previously but i wanted to kind of see if i could prevent any diseases that i may have or any is health issues that i may have in the future so i thought okay let me reach out to gornatraj prabhu and say i'm interested in a fast so you told me to fast for about three weeks which was first week all those chia lemonades which is like um all different kind of fruits also blended in and there's different, you know, uh, the recipes in your book. And then the second week would be uh, smoothies and then the third week soups. So just to tell everyone, I only lasted a week. I only lasted the chia, chia lemonade, you know, distance, but it was incredibly difficult, but it was very eye opening also because 
One was that I realized how little food we actually need to live. There is, I guess you can comment on each one that I'm going to say, but the first one is that how much little food that we need. We actually don't need a lot of food. We eat a lot out of boredom. And that actually causes diseases when you overeat or you eat things that you can't digest, right? Exactly. That's the main point. What you said, that uh, realization that we need so little to actually survive. And we overeat. Now, if you see Rupa Goswami, after my fast, I realized why Rupa Goswami said that Atyahar. Now, this is not just in Rupa Goswami's book. I found the same verse in Hatha Yoga Pradipika, Atyahara Prayasascha Prajalpo Niyamagraha, Janasangascha Lonyamcha, Shadbir Bhakti, Shadbir Yoga Vinashyati. So here we say Shadbir Bhakti Vinashyati, right? So here he says Shadbir Yoga Vinashyati. So what it does, now, when you eat anything, it converts into glucose. It converts into glucose. And when you overeat, there is a high glucose. Now, if you understand this aspect, glucose, high glucose, high sugar causes oxidation. It destroys the bodily organs, especially your brain. High glucose leads to shrinkage in the brain area, neurons. Now, when we eat, right? So, because everything converts to glucose, the body releases insulin. Now, if you understand this part, everything else will follow. So, the body releases insulin. Now, when you have eaten the right amount and your digestion is good, this insulin converts this glucose into or pushes it into the blood cells into energy now what happens is when you eat too much there is too much glucose second when you eat too frequently every time you are spiking your glucose now to balance this body releases insulin and actually over a period of time we end up having four to five times more insulin than we need now those who have diabetes it's not just high sugar but they're Type 2 diabetes, they have more than five times the insulin they actually need. Now, insulin causes many problems, high insulin. And high sugar, anyway, decays the body. Now, what we are doing when we fast, because we eat so much uh, in general in today's world, and that too, high carbs, our glucose levels are high. Now, this, this was exposed actually in this uh, whole COVID thing. Did you know that the, the number one cause they found of uh, those who died, the COVID patients, lack of vitamin D. So lack of vitamin D or lack of usable vitamin D. So what happens is vitamin D is fat soluble. So when you eat too much, the body converts your excess glucose and stores it as fat. So your fat is actually hiding all the vitamins, including vitamin D. And those who are obese, all this vitamin gets stored 
and not used so that's why you feel foggy you know all these things right now when this insulin becomes used properly when the insulin converts starts converting this glucose well that's when you actually begin to feel better that's when your body uh, actually heals when the glucose levels are balanced when the glucose levels are not low but they are balanced now what we do when we have fasting what happens with fasting is there are five stages of benefits okay first stage once you eat something there is a rise in glucose right so say you are fasting so you, it's your last meal okay and you have a full meal so what happens 0 to 4 hours so that is the feeding stage so your body glucose levels are high insulin is high after 4 hours okay that's when your insulin uh, sugar level reduces your liver actually stores enough glucose for 24 hours okay now in the second stage what happens is the body begins to feed off this glucose in your liver so when you go that is why they say keep 4 hours in between your meals mm. because within 4 hours what happens your glucose is still spiked it has not yet reduced so if you eat within that what happens you are giving a spike and every time your glucose levels are high by the way it takes 10 years of this bad habit to to be converted to diabetes it's 10 so, years of doing this yes yes 10 years if you if somebody has diabetes that means it's not one year but it is irregulation for the last about 10 years so that's why it's sometimes it's called a lifelong disease but we found a way where you can actually reverse it and live a normal life but you have to follow certain restrictions right so after 16 hours 4 to 16 hours is when the body begins to pull this excess glucose from the liver okay so when you go fasting like that so 16 hours means that's what people recommend what we call as intermittent fasting right, right. most people who follow fasting they follow this intermittent fast where uh, you eat within a certain time range and then you allow 16 hours till the next day uh, suppose you eat your say 3 4 o'clock boom and then you eat uh, take uh, what do you call it uh, your breakfast at 8 you know like juices or whatever i have many clients who are now 24 hours they eat one lunch boom that's it what's so, the so the benefit of let me to just review the benefit of that is to not spike your glucose as often yeah see the thing is every time you spike your glucose yeah. or sugar every time you eat your insulin levels also spike now every time you spike insulin levels what happens is even if you eat very little now when your insulin levels are too high you know how the body reacts uh, suppose i give you a crank call right governor raj just feels i have namrasa's number let me just keep calling him. right right so i call you 10 times a day then you are like i'm not you're going to block or you know spam my number right that is the way the body behaves towards insulin and the body says i have too much insulin i can't handle this 
block. So your insulin becomes useless. So that is why type 2 diabetics and today's population, 60% of American adult population is pre-diabetic, even in India. That's why the deaths were the highest because of the high carb diet, high refined carb diet that people have, especially rice and chapati. And because the insulin levels are so high, they become useless. So type 2 diabetics have insulin, but it's useless. So that's the point. So when you give this 16 hours, when you give this 20 hours, you are letting the body absorb the sugar. You are letting the body also liver to detox. Most people have fatty liver because if you keep on eating, what happens? The body doesn't know. Oh my God, insulin levels are high. So what does the what does insulin do? It converts this sugar into fat and stores it in your liver. And most of us have a belly fat. It's actually not belly fat. It's enlarged liver. Right? Oh, interesting. And, and one of the things that is a problem in today's society is people have heavy dinners. Right. So heavy dinner was the biggest reason I found. Most people who come to me for consultation, I tell them, reduce dinner or cook at night, no problem, have good lunch. Because that's when you're... That's how the day goes. The sun is at its peak. Pitta is at its peak. That's when your digestion is best. If you eat heavy at night, you either sleep or you digest. So the food remains as it is. And second thing is the, the belly gets a little bloated or bigger at night when you eat because daytime you walk, you exercise, the stomach right, flattens, right. but your stomach can remain in that state. So that is why today, having a little paunch is considered okay. Whereas one, one, one friend of mine shared a picture of ancient India and a, of, a, of a village and people had such flat bellies. <laughs> that was interesting that people had such a good, uh, strong stomach. Now what happens when you do chia water is chia water doesn't spike insulin. It doesn't oh. convert into high glucose because chia lowers your sugar level. That is why it doesn't spike the insulin. And therefore, chia is one of the best seeds to actually fast. That's why in our book, we started with the chia lemonades. Now, lemon, what it does, it converts, although it's an acid, it converts your body to uh, alkaline. Because when you take lemon, that's why when people fast, they take uh, lemon. Because what lemon does is it converts your body into uh, from acidic to alkaline. It converts into an alkaline juice. When your body is alkaline, no disease can exist. But when your body is acidic, so when you are angry, your body becomes acidic. When you are stressed, your body becomes acidic. Pitta rises. So when you take uh, lemon, just, when you just interrupt you for a second, what is a what is a indication that your body is more acidic as opposed to alkaline? Like what can you what can I observe in myself? So first thing that you observe is that you don't have a focus. Oh, right? Right. I noticed that you, you... in the fasting <laughs> when I fast and on day like six or day five or six, I was just like I cannot chant. Like I cannot sit down and chant. I was like so 
unfocused that is what happened with you during the fast is a different thing oh really okay. so when you yes so it can also be a little there could be a little acidity but what happens when you fast when you brain our brain it only feeds on glucose okay our brain feeds on glucose now it doesn't feed off fats now what happens is in your fasting when you go to second third day when you go to second third day of a fast what happens is your brain which was totally depending on glucose your glucose levels reduce okay the next thing that the body needs that the body needs is called as ketones the the brain the brain actually feeds off ketones now when you fast for 3 4 5th day there is an in between period or 6th day there is an in between period where the body is cleansing the cells where the body is cleansing itself so that is called autophagy actually there was a nobel prize given for this particular research where the body after the fourth or fifth day of fasting begins to feed off of its own proteins or waste proteins waste fats waste proteins it begins to digest that phase is is called autophagy now at that point for a day or two the body is converting the proteins into fuel yet the glucose right the brain is not getting the glucose so you have a period in between couple of days which you actually went through in your fifth or sixth day of fasting yeah where the brain gets lesser glucose but if you pass this phase then what happens is this autophagy kind of continues into ketosis now ketosis means what the body does is pulls the fat from anywhere in your body because uh, especially the liver so fatty liver is reversed and it converts into this triglycerides into glycerol and then glycogen and uh, glucose for the brain then the eighth day onwards actually the brain begins to regrow Mm. so you have to pass you have to pass the two days of you know yeah right so that that's the most intense and most difficult period yeah but this kind of fasting was uh, very common previously like this chandrayan i was interested to find that the rigveda the samaveda ayurveda and most vedas most practices they recommend that you do chandrayan from full moon to full moon you practice chandrayan and by practicing chandrayan what happens is it says not only does your physical karma go your mental karma also goes away that was interesting now for example if a disciple offends a guru so it is recommended that he fast nobody asks you to feast right. you fast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so he asked them to fast yeah and and in that fasting what happens is that he uh, you become more internal oh yeah like i have seen so what happens is if our consciousness is concentrated here just eating so when we want to go deep so we have five layers right to the body the physical layer called annamaya 
then we have the pranic layer the breath pranamaya then we have manomaya the mind then we have the intellectual so these go deeper and deeper now when we are very busy with the physical layer the physical body then what happens the consciousness or our area of focus is just the body yeah so for deeper meditation for deeper breathing now one of the benefits of fasting is you go into deeper breathing i remember in my fourth semester of uh, post graduation in yoga when i was practicing pranayama i could hold my breath for up to 3 to 4 minutes the wow. only food that the only food that i had was milk with ghee and sprouts milk with ghee and sprouts so they are called the most pranic foods right and and for pranayam that's what you actually need to act to to deep to practice deep pranayam because ghee can rebuild the brain if you reach according to the ashtanga yoga process if one passes the stage of asana and reaches the stage of pranayama no disease can come to him and i was interested to find that in bhagavad gita krishna says of purifiers i am the wind so pranayam actually purifies your deep karma mm. so what happens is when you fast you are not only changing a physical karma but also there are there is also a change in mindset there is a change in focus so that is why you see uh, this story where prallad in his previous life he accidentally fasted on narsimha chaturdashi oh right yeah that story yeah right he accidentally fasted so you see it doesn't say he accidentally feasted so by feasting nobody gets siddhi right, <laughs> that right. Was, that was, he i was like he fasted previous night and next life he became prallad yes isn't that isn't that interesting that fasting gives you uh not just the uh, physical benefit but it gives you the spiritual benefit it it has a lot because it opens up your layers right uh and proper says and, and 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 it is found it is found that research has uh, has it that excess fat also causes increased libido increased drive mm. in the body so proper that's why he said pakistan saraswati did not like fat disciples <laughs> or you know he did not want devotees to become fat hmm? also it's isn't it also that i i think i read it in the upadesh amrita that it's in a line here that if you can if you can control the tongue and what you're eating it can control the stomach and then to the genitals it's like it's exactly see the thing is upper part of your body from the chest to the neck so this is called prana okay pranavayu now in the middle you have the samanavayu in the belly area and in the lower below the lower abdomen that is called as apanavayu now in the bhagavad gita krishna says wonderfully he says that prana pane samah kratva pranayama parayana right one who balances these two now another interesting thing that krishna says aham vaishwanaro bhutva praninam deham ashrita right so this samanavayu so this circle of digestive digestive air that is krishna now prana is going upward apana is going downward 
And in the second line of that verse, if I don't remember, but he says that I mix with those two. So he brings the food from here and he leaves the food from the apanavayu. So diabetes, for example, is imbalance of the apanavayu, of the downward air. For example, when you eat too much, when you eat at the wrong time, you are actually, it's like a air bubble. It's like a balloon, something like that. You fill up air. If you fill up too much air, the balloon doesn't go up, right? Or you uh, fill up water in that, or you can put some liquids. So basically, it is an air balance. And Srila Prabhupada explains that our body is all about balancing the airs, balancing the prana. Now, this air going upward, and there is the air going downward. Now, when you eat, you have to respect. It is said one should eat half the stomach of solid. Quarter liquid and quarter one should leave for air circulation. Now that over a period of time, you should understand how much is half the stomach for you. It's like the fist, yeah, they say, still here. Yeah. Right. yeah, so don't overeat. So what happens is when you put too much pressure, if the apanavayu goes weak, then what happens? Your genitals are disturbed. Mm. So when you overeat, the apanavayu goes bad or gets overactivated, that activates the genitals. So this is what is dangerous in the right. same line. Right. So when you fast, what happens? The apanavayu gradually heals. So uh, the apanavayu, as you purify, you know, like Krishnamacharya. Krishnamacharya, for example, he knew that even the bones are held together in pressure, right? At the age of 92, he had a, uh, like you have this, uh, you know, hip bone and he had a fracture at the age of 92. He practiced on his bed pranayama, certain asanas on his bed himself at the age of 93 and he reversed the fracture. <laughs> wow. So if you know this pranayama, so basically when you eat, it's a question of when you eat too much, the pressure is too heavy and body pressure, what happens? It To balance this pressure from everywhere else, the body concentrates the energy on the belly. So when you eat too much, your focus is there. However, when you fast, what happens? You have higher energy, but you have to pass that sound barrier. Like, you know, like what I say is what you went through the seventh day, that's the sound barrier, you know, in a plane, when it has to cross the sound barrier, it vibrates violently. Right. It and has then, to, and then when it goes past it, then it's like, okay, this is a little bit easier. So I didn't, I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to pass that just because I felt, I felt, um, I didn't feel any peace. That was my main thing. It was like, I was very, I, I was very disturbed in my mind for some reason. Like, I, I, you know, I was, I was like watching Indian street food videos and stuff. So bad. <laughs> see, the, see, the thing is that when you prepare, see, but this will lead you right. when you want to fast the next time. Yeah. So now you have a plan. Like, for example, people fast on Karthik, they have only fruits or something like that. But what you mentally prepare for in Karthik is I'm not going to take anything stressful. I'm not going to right. watch Indian street food videos, for example. <laughs> so, so, so you make a plan yeah. that that I will not do any of these. 
and I will focus on the fast. Because okay? is it because that stress like triggers triggers you to eat more or the for the feeling to eat more. Yes. See now, for example, you would have had these. You are preparing for these uh, interviews, for example. Like even when you are doing the fast, you had so many things going on. You know, maybe you know, like you said, to going to the hospital or you know, speaking to your wife there. So yeah. Yeah. when when you plan for a fast, sometimes like in case of Prahlad in his previous life, it was spontaneous. He fought with her. He just fasted. He got right. the benefit. Right, right. <laughs> in your case, you are planning to go for longer. So when you go longer, see, it's good that first time you do a shorter fast. Seven days was great. What you survived was great. See, chia makes it possible because chia doesn't let you raise the insulin. It provides you the energy. It was great. But more than seven days, when you want to do, you should plan it out. And uh, that's what I also learned that if you do not plan, what happens is every time something comes up. So because your body needs rest, because it is transferring, right? So these five stages, so from where it goes from reducing the glycogen to transferring to feeding off your liver, you know, and converting your fat. So coming to a point of ketosis, so that is from the eighth or ninth day, when your body just lives off your fat. You know, like within six months, Dhruva Maharaj, Dhruva Maharaj was able to reach within six months the stage of pranayama. Right. It's incredible. I read his story, try to read his story or remember his story every night to try to, you know, I see him as In, an example. Inspiration, yeah. And uh, when we actually see that example, we are actually inspired. So, from ninth day, you know it's going to be fine. You know everything is, but to reach that ninth day, you know. <laughs> so when I did my chia water fast, I was I went through the same stage as you on eighth day, ninth day. I was like asking my wife, "Do you think I'll make it? Do you think I'll make it?" And she has been such an amazing support. She said, "Why not? You have told all your friends and put it on Facebook. Now do it." Right. <laughs> Accountability. I mean, accountability. And not only that, she was very inspiring. Uh, but uh, she said, "It's if if you will, then Krishna will help." And when mm -hmm. she said that, I was like, "Yes." If uh, if and and I just quietly calmed down, put everything aside. If I do this, so similarly yesterday, for example, I wanted to do 108 sun salutations, Surya Namaskars. So I reached like 85 and then I started, you know, then I, should, I asked her. So then she said, again, she reminded me that if, 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 you, if your desire is sincere, then Krishna will help. Then I said, Let's me, let me sincerely uh, put an effort. And then I realized, uh, then I could finish it. And I felt so different because it gives you both a mental as well as physical upliftment. You know, mm. both ways. So, for example, frankly speaking, for devotees, now uh, another point, uh, since we are just discussing about this, is that the word, the Chandrayana or the moon fasting, you know, another thing that aspect, uh, Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, he said, all of the diseases, okay, they come because of mishandling the moon cycle or 
not real focus on the moon because we have purnima amavasya right so these are very strong days you know when this ship got stuck in suez canal they removed it during the supermoon because the tide was 5 feet high the water was 5 feet high yeah. same thing happens to your body mm. our level of pressure our level of water pressure in the body it raises so that is why ekadashi is a preparation for the full and new moon oh. so that that is why he called it lunar so lunatic lunatic means one who does not follow the moon cycle astrologically when i when we when i give people solutions for their issues the main thing one of the things i recommend is chandrayan because one cycle of chandrayan so many sins go but the main thing is when you fast on ekadashi ekadashi to new moon ekadashi to full moon i advise everyone to reduce their food because it is said in the scriptures also that is the time when your digestion is at its slowest so from 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 ekadashi to when to new moon and ekadashi to full moon that's 4 days so total 8 days. days right right so those are the days it is said when the moon pressure is high and your digestion is low right so that is so amavasya and purnima usually people fast and 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 that is if you see the madhva system of ekadashi fasting it's a three day fast so they are so healthy you see madhvaites they are so uh, most of them are really fit because madhvacharya gave very strict guidelines on the ekadashi fasting now he explains that when you fast on ekadashi he says the agni in your stomach it becomes divine he burns off not only your physical karma but also mental karma on ekadashi on ekadashi that's why for them nirjal is normal wow they they take just uh, three times uh, keshavayanama narayanama madhavayanama then next day you don't run into a post ekadashi feast right right <laughs> like what we do <laughs> so the body is now in a state of right resting and all of a sudden you wake it up with a big feast so what it does is it's a gradual right so they go into the morning also just to break they take something right but then they because ekadashi night most of them wake up up till as much as they can they do hari vasara they stay close to the lord and next day it's not that you can eat heavy so it goes the next day they eat very light juices liquids and then it goes into the third day when they gradually eat but then it is close to amavasya or purnima and then they control their diet again so these days are given ekadashi is given so that we fast however we are kaliyuga body and we are looking for a shortcut <laughs> right so that is why oh we cannot eat this on ekadashi then eventually we end up with a bigger feast and focusing more on the body whereas we find that um, one devotee told me this uh, in hari bhakti vilas it is said that you wake up on ekadashi you don't even brush you just chant the holy name you don't even think about it. Right. and frank and frankly if one plans his ekadashi fast nicely no disease will come to him 
even if one is deceased, you know, if you plan it out. See, the problem that I see that most devotees, we are not able to follow because our day-to-day life is so stressful. Yeah. And then we are addicted to eating carbs. By the way, yesterday I saw a documentary where a British doctor, he ate 80% processed foods for one month. He was very healthy. 80% within one month, he gained so much fat, his hormones changed and everything. But most importantly, within one month of eating such heavy carbs and processed carbs, processed carbs means, for example, rice. Today, rice, they remove the bran. So the protein is gone. So what you're eating is just starch. It is just sugar. And when you eat a flour, the protein, the energy, you know, all these things are gone. What you have is just glucose. So that's why they spike sugar very high. Now, when you eat just chapati and rice all the time, when the sugar is very high, and this doctor, he said, your brain becomes addicted. So we become addicted to sugar. So sugar is addicting. So that's why they add sugar in everything today. And most dangerous thing about today's foods is in America, just to avoid dependence on um, sugar, sugar cane from Cuba. They started using sugar from corn, fructose, and high fructose corn syrup. And fructose just hits your liver. It doesn't process nicely. It, It causes liver damage. Now, what happens is when you are going through a cycle like that, to all of a sudden fast and and glucose gives you withdrawal symptoms just like you said so when you fasted yeah, you got yeah. some burning burning sensation yes burning i remember that. like day three or something it was like oh, yes. stomach was burning yeah burning yes so what happens is because the body is addicted to something used to something similarly brain is used to so much glucose that you generally supply very high levels now when you try to change the habit the body gives you resistance. So body yeah. resists. Right. So actually speaking, this is actually because of insulin resistance, what we call as insulin resistance. So if you can fast without too much stress, so that means you have low insulin resistance, means your insulin sensitivity is good, your body is healthy. However, within one meal or two meals, if you feel this burning, this and that, that means it's in a very bad cycle. There are too many toxins because like we say, if you are if you are eating too much starchy carbs all the time, what happens? The body oxidates. Means you have too much waste, right? Oxidation. Oxidation, uh, it's really like it's uh, the, the food turns black, frankly speaking. So when many people, when we do this, uh, I do this salt water cleanse, you know, right. uh, cleansing the intestines. I do that to many people. Many people report black kind of stool because it sticks to your intestines because of eating too much toxic food, fried food. All these pakoras, all these things that we oh, eat. Don't tell, oh me my- bad. don't tell me bad things about pakoras. <laughs> I love pakoras. <laughs> because, because they are water, they are dry. You know? Yeah. See, see, the thing is, in Vedic time, there was frying. Nobody used oil. Right. In India, ghee was a common thing. If you fry in ghee, and ghee can be used a number of times for frying. It is said, if you want to fry in oil, 
the only oil that you can use is uh, basically the sanskrit word taila comes from til til yeah til and then now coconut oil is famous because it has a lot of linoleic acid it's very beneficial very healthy so coconut oil or til oil but we use this vegetable refined oil all these things so these are industrial ways canola oil uh, canola oil oh my god canola oil is like really it like kills you i heard it's like the worst thing <laughs> and and most of these indian uh, what do you call these uh, packed uh, namkins you know namkins yeah you see they are all pa- uh, fried in palm oil one it is cheap second palm oil is equal to diesel it literally burns your belly it literally burns wow. so when you stop eating this stuff and especially like pasta that you are eating now yeah. pasta is pure sugar because out of all the carbs so just like sugar there is refined sugar now similarly in carbs there is refined carbs so what they do is for example wheat now whole wheat is recommended by the way like i was telling you 50 years ago in india 1950s the wheat stock used to grow almost like 10 feet and the wheat was very healthy that's why wheat is used commonly and that fresh wheat flour was very healthy now what happens today is today's wheat today's wheat unfortunately to harvest because it's wheat by nature any flour by nature any uh, grain by nature is little sweet so they are attacked by pesticides so they use glycophosphate now glycophosphate kills the nervous system a german government report said that it literally attacks your nervous system now imagine today's most most of the people consume wheat in many different ways rotis this and that that is when i realized that it is a myth that those who have diabetes or sugar should eat wheat or chapatis to control diabetes actually it kills your beta cells it can make you forever diabetic because it's not just the wheat but the nature of glycophosphate right a glycophosphate so glycophosphate is what gives you that wheat allergy gluten allergy you know all that like cause it's not just the gluten it is basically this glycophosphate now that is why you get autism different things you know it's just it can literally kill your immune system now other thing is this for me became like a very prominent thing when i realized there was a lady who was given 28 million dollars in las vegas uh, awarded because she ate peanuts and she went into an anaphylactic shock now is explaining oh, this that, to you like, for like a settlement or something yeah 28 million dollar uh, settlement yeah because because the first responders were supposed to have some kind of epipen or something it was like a 5 dollar thing and they missed it they did not get it and her shock continued for such a long time that he became that she became permanently disabled so that they had to pay the emergency responders had to pay they were supposed to have it now i was thinking why peanut should cause this you know and that's when i realized that peanut is grown in the same fields as wheat 
and 60 to 70% of what is sprayed on wheat on these helicopters glycophosphate goes into the soil and then these peanuts the skin just absorbs this glycophosphate now when i saw this whole incident what struck me was when prabhupada said grow your own food I literally re realized why devotees, as devotees, we need more farm projects. We need our own. That's why what you grow, the food that you grow, the flowers that you grow, when you offer it to Krishna, they are 10 times more or 100 times more valuable. It's not just because they, uh, it's not just because they are healthy, fresh and uh, that's that's one thing. Second is the essence. You know, the, when they grow all these things, when they are giving you, they are just selling you something. Like when a mother cooks and feeds the child, it, there is so much love. So even a farmer, when he grows with love, it has so much love, right? Yeah. So that love transforms into energy. But today's food is just, you know. <laughs> Machine-made. So, and it's literally awesome. poison. Right. And, and and that's what they are giving you. So when we fast, when we try to fast, so that's why the chia seed. So first time I did, I did a three-week water fast. And that was tough. Uh, I Somehow I managed three weeks. But next time I decided I want to do the whole month. So that's why I chose chia water, like I gave you. Because what happened was I realized that body, because we are so nutrition deficient when we fast, so when we fast, what happens is those nutrition deficiency could show up. So that's why this chia water actually helps you sustain the fast. Right. You know, I have a question. I have a question. So you're saying mm -hmm. you were saying how we fast because we want to um, the 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 insulin and that glucose levels are going down, and then we're trying to help repair the body as those go down, right? That's kind of like the main point. But if, but why, what's the reason to do it on such a long period of time? Like, why can't you just do like, you know, you said it takes what, 24 hours or whatever amount of 72 hours or something. Why can't you do just like three or four days at a time and just do it maybe like once a month or something? What What's the reason to do like three weeks or like one full month? Yeah, okay. So here it is. So in Hindi we say loha garam hai hatoda mardo. Right? When the <laughs> when the, when the iron is hot, strike it. Right, right. Now, now there are two things we want to achieve. One, short-term fast give you benefits, but short term, right? But when you do it regularly over a period of time, like if you follow this ekadashi to new moon, ekadashi to full moon cycle, if you follow it regularly, it adds up. Okay, over a period of time, you get the long-term benefits. Now, at the same time, we need to have a diet which is low in sugar. We need to have a healthy diet, more green vegetables, more quinoa, more millets, you know. But when you do a long-term fast, you are coming up to that point of the loha garam hai. You are making your body transform completely. Now, by the way, your body has enough fat to last 50 days only on water. 
50, the, 50 days, five zero. 50 days. Wow. Between 40 to 50 days, everybody has enough fat to last only on water for 40 to 50 days, right? What, what we need is the ability to fast or the will. Now, when you do long-term fasting, like we say, after the ninth day, your body goes into ketosis, right? Your body goes into ketosis. And then the period after that is called as protein conservation. Protein conservation means your body mostly feeds off its own fat, mostly feeds off its own fat. So when you reduce your, and then you permanently change your diet, so when you do a longer fast, what happens is now there is there is a catch in this. What I realized, let me add my realizations. I have a god brother who had a big belly, very big belly, and uh, he fasted like one month, lost 96 kilos. He was huge, and he gained the weight in two months. Now what he did not do, you're, what I learned, you're saying, you're saying he gained it back in two, two months back. after yeah. he fasted. Right. Yeah. So what I learned from that was when you do a long term fast, OK, one, we should learn. So there is a lot of understanding required, according to Ayurveda, about our nature. What is good for us? What is not good for us? So this is first thing you need to learn, because after fasting, people think you can just eat anything. No, you should eat what suits you. Number one. Second is. In Ayurveda, the healthiest people, if you see people who live 100 years, 200 years, or not 200 years, I'm sorry, 100 years. I was like, whoa, you know someone who lived 200 years? <laughs> no, there is a Baba in Vrindavan. So yes, yeah, yes. In, in Japan or China, those who like, you know, there are villages where these farmers live 100 years. So one of the things they found was their diet was simple. Okay, diet was simple. Second, they had a set routine. So the biggest, the best thing that you could do when you actually fast, because you are not worried about cooking, eating so much, is to actually set yourself into a good routine. Now, like I said yesterday, I reached 108 sun salutations. That was a great achievement for me. I couldn't do that before. Wow. Now this now this was because the fast that I started last year, right? I did the whole month of April. I fasted. I focused. But as I went on, I started Ekadashi to new moon, Ekadashi to full moon, Ekadashi to new moon. I keep like today is Ekadashi, right? So I'm yes. just uh, I'm just having that chia water. That's it. I'm not going to cook and eat anything. Of course, our kids eat, but. I'm just going to focus on that. And not only that, tomorrow, day after. And I've been having just one lunch last four months. So very small. So tomorrow's, again, it's just quinoa kichiri, just a little bit, little bit, little bit, you know, and then you gradually increase. I try to follow the moon cycle as much as I can. Now, this became possible. This became possible because during my fast, I focused on two things. One, strengthening. See. You know what they do for people who overeat, who have diabetes, who have thyroid issues, they tend to overeat. So what they do is they they cut the stomach. That's the one of the major operations going on now. Or they do a lot they, of enema therapy. They tie the stomach so it becomes yeah, they, smaller? 
smaller yes right right that's that's i was thinking diabetes type 2 people do an operation and get better i was like what is it so basically they do it they they cut the stomach size so that you don't over it but that also doesn't help because your digestion is weak whereas in ayurveda and yoga here we talk about how to permanently improve and and uh, it is said in ayurveda your longevity depends on agni agni because basically what happens is as your digestion becomes weak your ojas shakti becomes weak ojas and tejas so there are two things so ojas is the physical glow it's there tejas is the intellectual sharpness by the way it takes 35 days for what you eat to be converted to ojas now any one of the days we go off on a eating binge then your digestion is again halted so basically why the population today is pre diabetic according to ayurveda if you know is because people's routine is missing mm they don't have a set routine like even ours even when we live in a temple the problem i lived in temple for a long time what i saw was every festival like we end up we fast and then we have a heavy feast and then we go off for a few days and this has been the cycle and yeah. that's when i and that's when i realized oh, i cannot go out like this you see most maharajas have their own diet <laughs> nobody follows what we call the standard temple diet because you cannot eat heavy carbs you know they have realized their health uh. has gone bad lot of this you know uh, what do you call cholesterol all these things so regulation so when you do the long term fast what happens is it gives you an opportunity because sometimes we want to change a habit but because our subtle bodies are so strongly used to it moment you stop the fast you get back to your old eating habits or own schedule so we should use this opportunity so whenever we do a long time especially kartik for example or they say in four months you know of this uh, uh, chaturmas right you fast you do certain things and kartik you really want to fast the thing is every time you do the diet is directly linked to your mental evolution yeah for sure so 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 long term fast in our shastras are described for example the chandrayana fast is described like the guru i told you when he offends the disciple offends guru he fasts and then he can bring about remorseful feelings so when you do that one month fast what happens is you bring about that internal focus that you really wanted to have you cut down too much eating so your annamaya focus is less but you should be trained to fast mm. then you are able to focus more pranayam focus more chanting more deeply because if you are eating heavy your breathing is shallow and you are not able to go deeper right Yeah. So fasting really helps you in many different ways, ways depending on how you want to apply it. So that is why this fasting is a whole wonderful science. And for me, to tell you frankly, now with this lockdown, it's been more and more of a recovery, uh, 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 learning, mm. learning. Every day I'm learning something new. So many 
people come, like I said, this devotee with this trigemal. Now he's settled into a nice long-term diet. Millets, no wheat, you know, all these things. And, and that's what we want to do. So long-term fasts are to change you physically, mentally, and get into a good exercise routine. Right. Someone, you know, a friend told me, you know, like, what was the use of you doing that one week fast? Like you, you couldn't do the three week thing. So what's the use of, of you doing it? And I told him that I actually, my mindset has changed on like eating. Like there's like some new insights now about like, okay, cut out dinner or you need to eat less or the things we can eat are different. So it's a little bit of a, it's like a gradual thing. And and that kind of goes into my next question about, you're talking about, okay, you know, wheat and chapatis and, and rice and, and pakoras and these things are not the best thing for us long-term. The, this is a very, uh, you know, a very, um, kind of jarring thing to say to some a normal devotee because that's so much out of their normal like you're you're telling someone to really change their lifestyle so what is something that we can do like to make it less um kind of less less of a huge change and more of like a gradual change as opposed to it being like you have to fast for 30 days and you have to stop pakoras for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's very let me add something more shocking. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even, oh, more... even more shocking than you've been shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just one uh, thing that I learned from Radha Govind Maharaj. So I had the opportunity to meet Radha Govind Maharaj, spend some time with him. Right. Actually, he had a stroke and uh, I was trying to do some yoga nidra. The first thing he told me. The only reason I am allowing a yogi to, you know, do this yoga nidra is because you are a devotee. Ramdev helped the, and he said, I will cure you. I said, I don't want an Arya Samaji to cure me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, I don't want a yogi who is an atheist. And right. he said, I'm ready. To, and I, I was amazed that Maharaj said, I am ready to remain in this condition rest of my life rather than being cured by an atheist. Wow. I thought... I was amazed by Radha Govind Maharaj's determination that he's ready to say, we would be like, somehow cure me. Cure me, cure me. Yeah, I don't care who does it. <laughs> wow. Maharaj was, Maharaj was like, I don't, I don't mind remaining like this rest of my life. But then what I used to do is yoga nidra, relax him and uh, read the chapters of where Uddhav Gita, where we are visualizing Paramatma. And Maharaj had those verses by heart. And I had to just start the verse and Maharaj would meditate. And it was a beautiful time I had with him. He told me something one day. And I was telling him about diet. I said, no paneer, no this, no that. You said, he said, Maine 40 saal se paneer ne sabji nahi khaya. 40 years I have not eaten paneer sabji. He said, Prabhupada said, to attract these meat-eating Westerners, I am making this paneer sabji, which tastes similar. Right. <laughs> But it is not the food for a yogi. Like I have this friend, uh, Guru, Guru Govind Kripa, and he puts this Ayurveda, you know, bites on Facebook. And he said, milk with salt is not good. I said, Prabhu, how about paneer sabji? Oh. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me paneer sabji is like bad too? I mean, there's too many shocking things you're telling us. 
we can't, we can't follow anything. You know, in all seriousness, though, Prabhu, like people, I can understand if people will just write off what you're saying based upon this kind of very, uh, you know, big, 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 huge change that you're telling us to make. So, so the thing is that what I realized was once in a while it's okay, but in general, our diet should be very healthy. Now, for example, we are used to a lot of carbs, hmm? chapati, rice, now instead of too much carbs. Now, for example, last two years, out of 365 days, I would have had rice maybe five days. That's it, festival days. I eat mainly quinoa, foxtail millet, which is just like rice. I mean, you just cook them just like rice and have your sabji. Instead of rice or chapati, you can just have quinoa and millets, which is also equally tasty. And, and that's what I generally have, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, quinoa, millets, and eat more sabji. Now, this may seem a little difficult to understand, but eat more sabji, right? When you eat more vegetables, you get more vitamins. So mornings, what I do is I have fruits, like I have the chia every morning, hot teas, like uh, in the book you have, we, our book, we have this ginger tea, turmeric tea. So begin your day with teas, hot teas, improve your circulation, have chia water, have a smoothie. I know a very healthy doctor, cancer doctor, and he said uh, after 30 years, he's, he's in uh, uh, two, two hours from here, uh, my very good friend. He said after doing this cancer research for all these years, I found out it's their diet. The problem is all our diet, all these diseases, they uh, they don't show up until it's too late. Mm. That's the that's the problem. That's the problem because we, all of a sudden people discover I'm in cancer stage three. I am in this, and many devotees also. I have this issue. I have this issue. All of a sudden, and it comes to a point where it where you cannot reverse it you know there are some symptoms but if you don't do it immediately so what i realized was because these millets quinoa they are all organic you cannot grow them with this so but rice and wheat especially with the glycophosphate they are very injurious so i changed that now second is vegetables the more you have green vegetables healthy vegetables you have more salads right yeah uh, so that is very healthy now have a good lunch. That's what I followed. You cannot restrict, uh, look, like have a good lunch. So in the sense, whatever is healthy uh, from whatever we discussed, uh, we can have varieties like uh, dal. So lentils are good. Dal is very good. So beans, dal, this gives you all the proteins that you need. And the best food for a Ayurvedic food, the best energetic food is actually sprouts. Have sprouts two to three days a week. The best grain, according to Ayurveda, I never realized. When you do yagya, what is the grain that you use to do swaha? Barley. Barley, yes. <laughs> I was amazed to find when after fasting, so when I wanted to come back to a regular diet, so my wife said, uh, let's have barley, like for yeah. a week. Yeah. It was the first time after the fast, when I wanted to come out of a fast, I wanted to maintain the benefits. I did not want to, again, gain weight or whatever you know yeah yeah or go back to bad health so we had barley soup for a week 
And then I realized that why is it called number one grain for yagya? Number one grain according to Ayurveda, that is barley. And then our kids started loving barley soup. So barley soup, we do two to three days a week now. So it's sometimes oh, it's like, a, people, like a tomatoes, like a tomato soup with barley in it or something. Uh, she mostly uses beets because beets cleanse the liver. Okay. Beets. So, so she makes like a beet sauce. We reduce tomato, uh, not so much because tomatoes are a slightly acidic by nature. Right. So tomatoes are slightly acidic and this tomato skin actually doesn't digest. So we try to reduce. Uh, general use of tomato. Sometimes we do use, but not like a lot of the time. Uh, but kind of, she makes a veggie veggie gravy and which she puts the boiled, uh, you know, uh, this uh, beets and many other vegetables. Mm -hmm. And it's very tasty, like a soup. Right. And soups actually digest faster. Soups are the most energetic like so if we get used to eating more soups because soups are half digested see when you are sick you have like a juicy or like in a hot like my mother used to give me kanji kanji is like boiled rice with the water you know right right so yeah. hot yeah so why is that because it digests even when you're sick it digests the juicy form so and similarly, soups digest well. Principle: A principle is is to, is that you should eat things that are easily digestible. That's a yeah, principle. yeah. Because the thing is, uh, if we eat for taste all the time, they may not be very healthy. That's but yeah. if you, but if you eat for health, right? And that's how the yogi should come to to a point. So now second thing is we eat according to our body and our work. So that's the main thing. Because many a times what happens is, uh, I remember Bhakti Samrat Maharaj telling in one lecture, beautiful lecture, he said, Bhima Karma Vrakodaraha. Right, Bhima is known to eat heavy, but he said, if you want to eat like Bhima, then work like Bhima. <laughs> right. You're not, you know, go out in the fields and do the, you know, really hard labor and stuff or fighting or whatever it was. That's what I realized is for the work that we do today. Yeah. You know, on the computers and That's sitting. Me. Yeah. <laughs> most devotees, you know, software engineers and all that. Yeah. We have too much carb for our own good. See, if you see in Punjab, Punjabis, you know, like they are very strong and they do, they are in the military and they are farmers and they have paratha, rice, you know, like it's there because they need a lot of carbs because they are so physically active, they can digest even stone, so to speak. Right. So everybody has a nature, but we are, I'm mostly South Indian and most South Indians I know, like we are into, you know, all this teaching and all that. Now, if we eat paratha, rice, all these carbs, so you are just spiking sugar all the time. Yeah. And most most devotees that we did the fast, most were software engineers and most were addicted to eating, you know, uh, this chapati rice, which we think is okay, but actually it is not. When I switched to quinoa, I noticed the difference, not on day one, few days it took to really get used to, 
But then I realized this is the best thing you can eat. It's actually energetic. Then we tried out millets, barley. And the next piece of advice after morning, uh, another thing is fruits. You should always eat in the morning. Okay, because they have vitamin A, B, C, K1, K2, J. All these, even vitamin C, like, you know, lemon, all the orange, all these things. You have all those benefits. Now, one of the things that you did in the fast, I asked you to eat uh, soaked nuts in the morning. Yeah, I looked forward to that every morning. It was like the only (laughs) thing I was like, these like four walnuts are like the most amazing thing to eat. (laughs) So what happened? So when you're fasting, what happens is that whatever you eat, they absorb better. So these dry fruits and this uh, uh, chia, chia is four times more calcium than milk, actually. Uh, So much protein. So these nuts, uh, walnuts, almonds, they have vitamin D, which is very rare in any other thing. So they actually fortify you. They strengthen you. So mornings, if you have this, you are getting all the vitamins, minerals you need. Another thing about fruits, when you eat later in the day, morning to afternoon, it's hot. It's considered like hot. So they digest better. Evenings, it gets cold. So one of the reasons for cancer that was uh, is that if you have fruits immediately after meals, so the fruit has to go fast through your intestine. If it gets stuck in traffic, lunch traffic, lunch hour traffic, <laughs> the, fruits, the, the fruit begins to decay. Oh. Rot. And that's one of the reasons it becomes acidic and the body begins to rot. So that's why in Ayurveda, there is a time that fruit should be eaten separate, fruit should be eaten mornings, you have good lunch and dinner is actually optional. So most people, what I say is dinner, if you can cut out, which is not possible easily, but what you can do, like I told you, uh, what we were discussing just before the start, one of the ways to overcome joint pains, right? So what I advise, what, what is the best meal? I saw this from my own Guru Maharaj, who at the age of 76, you know, he had COVID, but he did not take a vaccine, but he recovered because his immune system was so good. And the reason is morning, he follows the same. Soak dry fruits, fruits, good lunch, and just a cup of milk with turmeric and ghee at night. That's what, does all. He, what does he eat for lunch? Uh, lunch, he has regular lunch in it, between. For can I? Yeah, uh, he, can I just. I guess maybe from what you said, I can kind of answer your answer my own question. But like the principle should be more vegetables and less uh, rice and wheat. But but you can substitute it with like a millet or barley or any other kind of grain because what as devotees like what we usually like to eat is like a vegetable preparation and then like a rice preparation like chapati or pasta or rice or something to eat with the vegetables. So you're saying a good lunch would be vegetables with some type of this kind of millet. Grain type of preparation is that what you're kind yes. is that is that considered a good lunch? Yes. See, the thing is, when you have too much carbs, right? Yeah. All this, so they spike sugar very fast. One of my Ayurveda 
you know uh, colleagues friends from india he told me that today's rice what's happening except for wild rice mostly white rice they remove the rice bran and they sell it back to you as rice bran oil just like in milk they remove the fat and sell it back to you as butter right so basically the rice has nothing in it so first thing we have to understand the what we are eating is really for taste yeah it's yeah. got nothing much and it spikes your sugar so when your sugar goes up everything else so the body is just trying to fight an emergency so it is trying to manage the glucose mm. everything else that you are eating even if it's good good quantity of vegetables and all that the energy kind of doesn't sink in doesn't sink in to the body because of the glucose so when you have more vegetables if you see south indian udupi brahmin uh, prasad first they give you little sprouts then they give you some chutneys then there is sabjis and the rice comes like really at the end and very little rice it's not like too much rice and then they have curd rice in the end so curd rice curd has lot of curd is uh, now in america curd is paneer but not that curd the yogurt the dahi the dahi and uh, this dahi is probiotic right and and one of the things i was amazed to realize the highest amount of good chemicals that your body needs serotonin it comes from your guts it's not from the brain so the thing is the more you are able to eat foods that control the glucose levels everything else digests the you add this curd and other probiotic healthy you know like ginger which digest better your gut bacteria as it improves your serotonin levels your energy levels are far far higher wow so that that's the thing there is a science now if you eat heavy dinner what happens you may feel good but eventually what happens it slowly as your stomach fat builds up your digestion goes slow so that's why i always say even if you have any amount of overeating at lunch it's still okay but dinner when you overeat that's it. it it's a chronic cycle so unfortunately it becomes a cycle once your punch or belly comes out then what happens it slows down and then it becomes a perpetual cycle and the best way to reverse this whole thing is fasting right i i want to um i want to take questions because there's a number of questions in the comments but i also want to say that kind of the realization i'm having when you when you were talking about oh so the sannyasis they have their own they in our movement they have their own um diets you know they don't follow that temple diet the temple diet is really for a few things one thing it was for attracting people to krishna consciousness right one one it, you know the halava the pakoras and all that it was attracting people and secondly that you can't sustain your life on that diet all the time you'll get health issues see the thing was what i realized when uh, somebody said iskon bullets iskon bullets in the beginning we were all excited bullets bullets all <laughs> iskon bullets, bullets. <laughs> then, then then you take it's a real bullet yeah. <laughs> then after yeah. 
ஒருபாதுபெண்ட் Now right. the second thing we have to realize although they had such heavy rice chapati sabji dal that they were doing you eat according to time place circumstance they would go out on sankirtan for 8 hours that's when i realized that during propat's time they would eat all this yet they would go out for sankirtan they would digest and they would come back hungry right. and at that and that at that age and actually you know one of the things your praladan maras interview praladan maras said propad focused on preaching not not on his own health right. so all the propad had so many health issues yet he tried to be as normal in terms of his eating although i am just amazed with so many health issues he still managed it's incredible how propad could do it. it's only you know he's an empowered person that's it you know there's no sure. explanation how he could do it but we are not that you know we have a you know body and we are not that advanced in our mind so yeah. we have to take care of the body so the point was at that time it was good you know but uh, the same sanyasis today their diet is totally different and to and the second thing that happens in the temple even if you see even today like i lived in temple so you have to feed a mass of people <clears throat> right you cannot make for two devotees you know special healthy right. or this or that you have to others will ask you know why not us and these right. foods are like quinoa this that it might be a little expensive when you have to spend for so many people like potatoes for example underground they are the number one causes of gas right potatoes they are such high in their glycemic index is so high basically that's not for those who are trying to fast or focus so potatoes are not good but that's something that is commonly used because you are feeding a mass of people so you want everybody to be satisfied you know yeah but if you see for example temples like uh, i visited in india i was doing the same thing in india about 12 years ago i used to visit in different temples so in pune chopati they introduced like a uh, simple khichdi also now, along with too many vegetables and little spicy khichdi they introduced like simple and they called it health khichdi <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i was thinking in my mind so what do you call the other khichdi right right <laughs> if i call this health khichdi you know <laughs> so i was like funny but then many do they changed they made they made uh, ragi uh like drinks and all these soups they started introducing for devotees and those who wanted they could go to this there was this option so gradually many temples you know like uh, other day i was speaking to one devotee he said in his temple they started morning 8 am heavy breakfast then good lunch good dinner then he said within 6 months the breakfast line disappeared everyone's health went <laughs> because of eating heavy all the time oh, you know the God. breakfast hundred people has reduced to 20 so what i realized that in temples there are so many constraints right yeah. uh, 
to to actually make an individual diet and things like that no second thing in temples that i see is there is a lot of sugar lot of sweets mangalarti offering you know uh, this offering and every time there is sweets chapatis puris no all these and i said and i thought proper they puris how is that how is that so that is because they were fried in ghee number one mm. they were always fried in now ghee fry and oil fry are totally different now ghee fry yeah. is still okay you know it is still healthy that's according to ayurveda because now in our body there are two types of fat one is good fat and bad fat like there are so many technical terms now the fat that your brain has the fat that your backbone the cranial system has so that is called medas okay yeah. that is called medas medas whereas everywhere else what you have in your body if you eat these cheap oils so that is bad fat so ayurveda recommends that you do everything in ghee because it's it directly feeds this medas and yeah. the brain it helps the brain regrow whereas other oils do not now second thing is sugar kills in india there was no refined sugar being used so they used to use jaggery jaggery yeah now even when you make a sandesh you know like that's why professor paneer when you make sweet it's good because milk with sweet is good but when you make it with salt it becomes poison like paneer sabji so this <laughs> <laughs> just throwing okay. that there paneer sabji is poison <laughs> now i meant to say it doesn't digest well okay right, right <laughs> once right. in a while festival it's fine but not like a regular diet hmm? yes agreed we have it like once in like a festival that's it like maybe 3 or 4 months you know just because of habit you know we have been in it. so <laughs> sometimes but yeah but in general i try to uh, we try to avoid it even we don't even get it but yeah. the thing is that in temples because there are so much sweets sometimes it's easy to get addicted to those sweets but that can be dangerous actually you get more benefit by giving them away than actually eating them <laughs> <laughs> so so when we say like even when i was young i remember like in we uh, i grew up because my lineage is my my great grandfather they were all priests so we were right, living right behind the temple and whenever we used to go the 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 mahaprasad the sweet it was like a spoon you know like the sweet it was not like in a whole plate yeah but yeah. the problem the, the problem is when we eat too much and today we don't use jaggery we use refined sugar mm. now that is the problem now for example uh, even the milk that we offer to the lord we have so much refined sugar that it it really you know raises your sugar level so what happens is it doesn't strike you immediately but over a period of time that's why many devotees become sick now interestingly the rise in sugar levels what i realized i mean it was shocking at one point that's when i really said no more rice so the hormones that are activated by high sugar are the same hormones as schizophrenia so when you fast when the sugar levels are balanced your mind 
so that's why it is said that especially when high tide if you have sugar if you are unbalanced like you say if if the water of a sea can rise by 5 feet you can imagine the level of pressure that's happening to your body so there are studies to prove that new moon and full moon have the highest amount of crimes that happen right so basically I heard that so right so basically when you control or you balance your sugar levels your water levels are controlled especially when fasting it gives you so much benefit because these hormones this schizophrenic hormones and all other things you know so that is why a yogi's diet is very light very low in sugar very calm but it has to be a mix you cannot just survive off a diet because of today's diet doesn't have enough nutrition by the way before i forget nutrition the best nutrition the cheapest way to actually prevent covid and to improve your immunity is sunlight that's what an average american in general because of especially in east coast uh, i'm happy I, after i moved to vegas we have sun all the time mm-hmm. but when i was living in east coast there was one of the things that was missing that yeah. is vitamin d you have to expose yourself to the sun at least an hour that is why surya namaskar was a part of i was amazed to find that every yagya in yajurveda every yagya in rigveda the priest has to do surya namaskar first and previously it was not inside right the yagya was outside so in the sunlight so they used to do this surya namaskar worshiping the sun imagine how strong they were you know i have a video where the one of my friends sent me where this yogi is doing he's balancing on one leg he's doing surya namaskar the sunlight that's why that's why i realized how you become so healthy because the vitamin d is the most critical factor 98% of the people who died of covid they had lack of vitamin d so lack of proper sunlight and the conversion so if we spend enough time like an hour in sunlight that's why before our show i was in the park i did all my practice in sunlight i sweat it out with the surya namaskara you know yeah and this is one thing that devotees don't do because we are so busy in the temple routine and most of the early morning then we take rest in the day and what we eat is heavy carbs generally if you depend on temple food so that's what happens so when you are young it's okay but moment it strikes so it's better to make the changes you know where no. the first the, the two changes that you should do if you do these two changes then it will be very good one is reduce refined sugar like white sugar refined sugar because that's like very high second is refined carbs like white flour right what we call as no purpose sorry all purpose all <laughs> no purpose, purpose. No purpose too right no <laughs> it's no purpose <laughs> it's got nothing it's got no protein nothing you know it's just sugar it just why it spikes your sugar like really high right so if if you can cut down those two things have a good lunch have uh mornings you know this and night try to have just soups you see over a period of time how your body changes amazing yeah i really like that cuz i think i think we need to introduce like gradual i know this was about fasting and the benefits of fasting but i as you were speaking i would real i was realizing that a lot of devotees um 
maybe may not be able to do that immediately. We have to work towards it, but a way to change their lifestyle now is to cut out the dinner, cut out the dinner, have a good lunch. And a good lunch means vegetables and some type of grain, but not the grains that we know, but the grains like millet and uh, quinoa and buckwheat and things. And in the morning, fruits and dry fruits and nuts that you soaked the day before. I think that's a good, that's a good kind of starting point. And uh, this chia lemonades in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Chia lemonades so actually, in the morning. Actually, yeah. yeah, actually, that's why it became a superfood uh, today. Chia, I did not realize it. So, yeah. but when I fasted, and for all the people who join our program, the one month fasting program or the three week program, like you did, yeah, we actually do first week chia water lemonades, second week chia water and smoothies, and third week we do the soups so that you gradually transition. But frankly speaking, you, in the end, you feel more energetic. Like at the end, once you started eating, I'm sure like we discussed, you start have soups for two, three days, right? Yes, yes. So, but 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 you are not really feeling weak, except that one period in between when no, the there, brain- there wasn't, Yeah, there wasn't weakness. It, there Only like a, a day or two, like in the first, I think second or third day, it was like a lot of weakness. But then as I got, I remember you telling me after the third day, then you can, you can, you don't feel weak anymore. And you, I, I was, I felt like I felt okay. My the only thing that was really bothering me was my mind. It was really a mind thing. It was yeah, all so that. That's that is the that is the transition between ketogenesis and ketosis, right? There's a glucogenesis and ketosis. So glucogenesis, because the brain depends too much or on on glucose. See, the thing is, body either depends on glucose or fat. Okay, so when your body depletes the supply of glucose when you do a prolonged fast, every other organ converts triglycerides. So that's why within one month of our Chandrayaan fast, most people's cholesterol came to normal because all the triglycerides are digested. Brain is the only organ that doesn't directly do that. It still needs glucose. So the liver has to break down the triglycerides into glycogen, into glucose, and then send it to that two days in between where the the supply is restored to the brain. So to ketosis, that's called autophagy. That's where you have to drink a lot of water, rest more, relax more, and just wait it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you enter that, you cross the sound barrier. Like once I crossed the 10th day in my fast, the one month chia water fast I did, once I crossed the 10th day, that's it. Yeah. I was, uh, then it took me, then by the time it was 20, 20th day, I was like, okay, only 10 more days. Like I was so easy. I was amazed how easy it is, yeah. but you have to cross that. So that's where we say, that's where we need a lead knowledge, like what's happening to me. So that's what I do. So anyone who joins the course, I do an interview. I explain to him what to expect, what to do, relax more, you know. Uh, and then once you do this, you know, you'll find it easy. I found it, I found it re- like, I really want to do it again. Like I've, I've had this like fire to be like, okay, I did it already for a week. Now let's try to give it another chance. And um, another thing was that if you just live your life 
kind of just on autopilot and you don't challenge yourself and move out of your comfort zone, you won't make any growth. And this was, I felt a real, like, I don't have so many challenges in my life. Like, although I, everyone has challenges, but when it comes to physical things, like I don't have so many health issues or anything, but this was like a real challenge that I wanted to take on. And it was, um, it was really, I got so many realizations from it and I, and I want to do it again. And I think if, if for devotees who are kind of thinking about it, it's like, it's not as bad as you think. Like you can have the nuts in the morning, the, the little few soaked nuts I had, we cheated with like an avocado, which was not a cheating actually, but it was like, you said it was okay to, you know, in the middle to have an avocado, which was like the most phenomenal avocado I've ever had. It had like a little bit of black salt on it. And I, and for someone who hasn't eaten anything for days, it's like the most amazing thing to eat. And then at, you know, throughout the day, drinking that chia lemonade with different fruits blended in, which was really it, it was filling and it. I felt good. It was really just the mind. And I think now that I have done it, I can, I know what to expect and I know that I could do more and I know it's helping you. So for all, all our listeners, if you want to, if you want to reverse health issues, if you want to prevent health issues, try to do a fast and, and get in touch with Gornataraj Prabhu and his book um, and his wife, who's also written, co-written the book as well. They, they are specializing in this. So get in touch with them uh, if you want to try this out. And I think we, you know, I'd really love to bring you on for another, because we can go on talking about this forever. There's like so many things to talk about. But <laughs> yeah. Prabhu, I want to stop you right now and kind of, let's look at the questions because I think there's some uh, nice uh, questions in the comment section. So let's, let's, let's start here for clarification and for review. Could you list the necessary time period ingredients and environment for a successful fast, which brings about ketosis. Thank you for explaining alternative treatments for good health. This is from Sundarni Thai Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu. So the, uh, the best time to begin a fast is a full moon. That's when I recommend because that's when uh, uh, the energy of the moon is at the max. And it's also called as a Purna Tithi, according to astrology. It means anything you start and Can I interrupt? Sorry, I want to interrupt mm -hmm. from my experience. So Gornataraj Prabhu had me started on 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 full moon, and he said to go out to the moon, and and uh, and because it's like Krishna, you know, it's like a representation of Krishna to pray to the moon to please make my uh, fast, you know, um, successful. And it was a really beautiful meditation going out there in the night, seeing that full moon, and and starting this fast. Like, okay, I'm going to start this fast, and you say the the moon. There's a mantra that you say. It was really nice. Anyway, I just wanted to add that. Yes, uh, because actually moon is responsible because Krishna is from the moon dynasty. So moon rules the mind according to astrology and uh, in yoga also. So the full moon is the day when we start a fast. So in our Chandrayaan fast, what we do is we gradually reduce by 115. So there are two types of fast. Second is we just go on this chia water. So literally the chia water or water becomes your food. So every time you feel hungry, you just drink it. Then you get used to it. Or you can gradually reduce by 150. So we do two types of fast. And then you reduce by uh, till the new moon. Now when you reduce till the new moon by 115, you have gone through a cycle where you have actually come very close to ketosis. We design a diet where you are reducing your dinner the first week. So, so literally 15 days, you don't have dinner. So you have the chia water in the morning and you gradually reduce the lunch the next week. And by the time you are reaching the middle of it, 
you are actually reaching that point of ketosis now the second half second half you take mostly soup okay soups because what is ketosis it's just protein and fat basically fat fat is good fat like the avocado avocado is good fat so the second half we take from the book like all our recipes are from this book and you reduce right you you eat reduced portions and you get used to it then gradually you increase the quantity but i tell people it's optional if you want to stay healthier longer you control the portions but at the same time it's very important to stretch the body so i teach yoga and uh, then i realized that mudras work really well like i was amazed when i did the gnana uh, mudra just this you know we do in the meditation you touch oh, yeah, the we lips did. we did that together the, the, feeling the yes. pulse here yeah yes and when you do that it activates it helps you control when you are calm it helps you control better so i do when i do a, when i teach a fast we do this our book has in the in the end of the book we have the three week fast which you can do on your own also or you can join our program where we guide you the only thing about joining personally we just inspire you encourage you give you more detailed yeah, guidelines you can call, you can call and be like i can't do this anymore and like, no 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 continue it's okay you'll be fine in tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> no many people actually what happens is because after 3 4 days sometimes because of the air imbalance it can cause anxiety this and that but when you tell when you understand this is like a normal phenomenon i just have to pass through this and when you hear and you feel comfort you're like okay i'm fine you know <laughs> so or or doing this surya, surya namaskar like a guided surya namaskar i felt so much yeah. better afterward because the airs had been balanced and there was no yeah, headache i got a headache at that some point as well most people complain of headache just because of that glucose thing now what i found was when you do the surya namaskar and the exercises uh it 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 goes fine so the best thing like chia lemonades uh, we have in our book we have for uh, fasting uh, a list of necessary yeah ingredients uh, fruits we do smoothies right and that's all you have chia water and hot teas and then you can have soups so the more you reduce solid eating that's when you are actually inducing your body into a lower glucose levels and ketosis now uh, there's one thing which i forgot which i remembered now krishnamacharya says fasting one month one one week two weeks that's good that's okay that vrata but the real vrata is to control your regular diet you know not to to make sure that you are consistent that you like i am amazed there is one client he's a ceo of a company and he books me every day so every day i teach him a class one on one class he's a, he's a big ceo and he, his health is very important he had so many issues when he joined like the 6 7 months back cholesterol this that and i am amazed within a month he followed the fasting plan one month he got into a diet and now he has just one good lunch done and he's maintained that for 5 months then i told him now i need to follow you <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because i sometimes have milk at dinner uh, just milk but it was amazing that he cut out even the morning thing but his health his weight went down 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 but after some time you know his wife was complaining you are 
I hope you don't disappear because he was losing a lot of weight and yeah. wives want husband to be really and but after some time he plattered out he looks now the same for some time and his stomach has become flat now she is very happy but for <laughs> one one point she got scared so actually according to ayurveda if you are on a healthy diet you lose losing weight is not a ayurvedic concept ayurvedic concept is sama to bring you to where you should be right that, that is the yogi concept some people are by nature huge now how thin can you make them so to bring you to where you should be is the concept of ayurveda and yoga and that's where you will be healthy you know h1 has a karma like <laughs> i look at some uh, some people are huge you know wrestlers is that and what do you tell them they have so much muscle mass they have to eat so much you know like yeah so that's their nature so everyone has a different nature so that's why it's always good to consult uh, but in general fasting does have ekadashi fasting it's not nature ekadashi fasting is based on for everyone right so it's generally applicable so generally fasts are beneficial and like i said chia smoothie soups these are the best ingredients if you if you get the book the book will explain a lot about uh how to have, i mean what to eat during a fast and things like that let's look at some other questions here okay interesting spiritual perspective and fasting benefits there are many natural foods uh nuts eggs that can cause allergic reactions which can be severe the coronavirus vaccines contain substance that can cause anaphylaxis so our scream the girl peanut allergy was lucky to survive without immediate use of auto injector epipen that was when you were talking about that uh, the 28 million dollar thing a uh, question any recommendations on ayurveda books for beginners uh so <clears throat> for beginners we can uh, there is the book by vasant lard uh, which is called ayurveda the science of self healing that's a good book and uh, i think he is um bin paladananda swami say that he knows him in the in i think, I think so. yeah yeah in yeah. the in the, in the podcast with paladananda manchi was saying is he really famous the ayurvedic doctor yeah he's, he's famous he's famous he's and he's very authentic in the sense he just doesn't talk about ayurveda just like some you know doctor talking about medicine right like right. when i was in manipal doing my engineering uh between the engineering college and the medical college there was one shop where there was cigarettes and all these things for you know all the students used to come there during break time so all the engineers all the doctors they used to come to the same place to smoke and i was thinking the same thing these doctors what are they actually learning if they come here to smoke <laughs> right nice. so ayurveda also has become kind of a, like i know this or this 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 uh, vasantlar is somebody who is not just talking about you know this is good for this and this is good for this he is actually talking the science how it improves your prana how it is connected to the demigods for example every ayurvedic medicine you have to chant the mantra because krishna says i am the herb for the medicine to really work so now when they introduced the four year degree course they actually killed ayurveda the guru disciple you know mantra so anyway he is somebody who is learned with a proper uh, systematic way uh so uh so the point is that if we learn from a like uh, let me tell you one more thing like my studying yoga i have one uh, a very senior uh, god brother and we practice together all the time and i was 
amazed to find that so many people practice yoga they get some physical benefit some benefit is always there but they don't get the long term benefit the actual benefit of yoga is complete equanimity right now when i realized that this actually comes from balanced breathing right when you breathe in you breathe into like he told me that yogis never breathe with the belly but because our bellies are big or bloated or weak you breathe in you breathe into the belly but a yogi breathes into the chest and then always it is slow so when i applied that during asana my whole practice changed so that's where i realized that learning something authentic so wasn't lord is uh, that's a good uh, book to start and uh, by the way i am also doing uh, there is a university of florida professor and we are he has a holistic healing course in which ayurveda is one of the main features ayurveda and yoga so i am teaching the ayurveda and yoga i just almost finished the lesson plan and the module so we, oh, wow. within a week or two we'll be live with this uh, ayurveda course so i'll share on my facebook and you know whoever is interested can learn in the system actually let's take some questions because there's a number of them here's another one i am i'm hearing an echo uh, oh is that oh that's better okay okay that's better could you ask prabhuji what ayurveda says about treatment for viruses oh now we can't hear you now I think you need to change the audio to um to the computer. If you go down to the bottom, you'll see um cam/mic. There's a there's a there's button there. Is that okay now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh Oh, oh what is it? Yeah. So basically for treatment for viruses. So now basically if you get your body alkaline right so your body has good bacteria bad bacteria so good bacteria we need to feed the good bacteria healthy bacteria that will take care of the bad viruses right so that is why uh, now today this word is very famous probiotic so actually dahi and to improve so fasting is one of the ways like uh, in my childhood i used to hear starve the fever right and feed the cold right so you starve you starve the fever because when you are when you are having fever these viruses are there so body raises the temperature to actually kill those viruses so that's why the body raises the temperature that's why you get fever and when you fast they have nothing to feed on and they die so fasting is one of the ways to cleanse so actually when you reach the stage of autophagy the stage that namras reached in one week you actually cleanse you actually kill all those bad viruses you actually kill those bad areas oxidized portions of your body which need to be removed and they get automatically removed right now and the second thing is you have, you can also cleanse we do salt water cleanse like one of what we call shankha prakshalana so when you take salt water uh salt water we do some asanas the water goes into your intestines and the salt water literally cleanses your entire digestive tract your entire gut 
So this is done once in two to three months, but there is another one called dhoti, not dhoti, dhoti. <laughs> so Ooh, just one second. I'm I'm hearing a lot of um static from from from, oh. from I don't know which mic you're using, but it's causing a lot of stat. It's not like uh, static, okay. yeah, it's static. It's not um like when someone is having. Okay, um, let me try to. Use. Is this okay now? Oh yeah, that's much better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this, what we call, so when you do the salt water cleanse, salt water removes all the lining, you know, of these. See, these bacteria, they feed off acidity and the waste in your stomach and your intestinal region. So when you do the salt water cleanse, it removes all the pitta, kapha, basically acidic body feeds these viruses and it cleanses it out completely so uh, so salt water cleanse it's on my website uh, yoginatraj.com if you go to yogi cleanse so there is a uh, uh, dhauti and shankar prakshala on my youtube channel also i have a video actually this video uh, uh, during the coronavirus i i saw some videos where doctors in a particular hospital in bombay they did this neti mm. salt water vomiting dhauti and none of them got the uh, because it kept their gut clean, none of them got the virus actually. So this periodic cleansing once a week and doing this uh, dhauti, uh, uh, shankar prakshalan once in two to three months, and of course uh, our regular diet, you know, uh, like we discussed. Right. This is yeah. Yoginataraj.com, right? I'm just gonna scroll that at the bottom here. Yeah. So. We have two websites: foodforthesoul.net and uh, yoginataraj.com. But foodforthesoul.net is the main website, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So let me change that here. Um, what did you say? Food for the soul. Dot net. Okay. Both of them. Okay. Foodforthesoul.net. Okay. Let's look at the other questions. Um, Are we really practicing no intoxication by taking so much sugary products when alcohol is largely a sugar addiction? Very true. Good point. But I mean, it's easy to say, but well, it's easy to say, Prabhu, when, but when someone puts Iskan bullet in front of you, are you going to say no? I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say, Prabhu, give me that prashadam. I want Krishna's mercy. <laughs> See, the thing is that, thing is that um, you should come to a point where I, I was with, uh, I will not say some controversial Maharaj, nice Maharaj, but uh, I don't want to take any names, but right. nice devotee and uh, a couple of other nice devotees. Now, one of the things that I saw uh, uh, in that, oh yeah, no, this is a better example. One of our uh, better uh, sannyasis, like I come from the Brahmin, Gaur Sarasat Brahmin community from South India. And our sannyasi, the sannyasi from the Kautsars of Brahmin community, I saw once him having lunch and they had uh, vada, uh, they had, uh, what do you call idli and rice and so many things. Yeah. So the interesting thing was he could eat one bite of each only. And I was a little boy and I was watching this. He was eating one bite then keeping it as I eating the next bite, keeping it as I'm like, what's this? He said, eating with the detachment. Oh. So, so, so the thing is that when we fill up, 
if uh, if it is strongly ingrained just like we follow the regulative principles we are very clear no meat eating nothing you know no not even once right we are very clear about it now the this is beginning principle so that's why as we advance so we have and one of the things that i realized when we give up and we detach from food that is the first step to detachment because if you see yukta ahara viharasya first thing ahara yukta ahara second atyahara prayasascha ahara why is food 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 mm. and why is every festival fasting fasting his appearance day fasting his this fasting uh, lord's appearance day fast nowhere it says okay early morning feasting no <laughs> it's all about fasting yeah. so fasting has a deeper meaning now fasting along with that we have to realize that fasting and portion control it has it pleases the lord because you are fasting also pleases the lord because you are taking time to go within right so when even when you eat like uh, now when you eat very heavy you have to take sleep your body goes off so as a devotee becomes very anxious to become focused all the time if you see bhishma dev's teachings in the teachings of bhishma dev like many people put these uh, you know like summary of the teachings if you want to control sleep reduce eating mm. you sleep as per your eating right so that's the thing so if people control their diet uh they can actually control so many things and and like i said when we when you talk about iskon bullet like we said if we become aware that the sugar spike like i said it's the same hormones as schizophrenia in the beginning to get attracted to krishna consciousness movement yes you will feed them eat as much as you want you know everything <laughs> but after right in the beginning but then realize that like what radha govind maharaj said you know i have never eaten this you know i have i've been very careful and i find it really true so that awareness comes so when you become aware you naturally control so the thing what i realized was uh, you should feel that benefit like if i eat heavy i can see my chanting like i am able to sit now in padmasana which i could not earlier for 2 to 2 and 1/2 hours in one place to do my chanting i sit with my back straight that was my real goal of do all this yoga and everything is to sit with my back straight and to hear very attentively now my back is becoming very straight and uh, i can see the strength now if i eat heavy i can see the very next day you know like the belly you know because when you do the lotus pose yeah. uh, i don't know if i can show you so so when i sit in the even now i was sitting in the lotus pose right right in all this while in the lotus pose so if your belly gets like little bigger you you cannot actually do it but yeah. now sitting the belly the stomach wall becomes stronger now what it does apana vayu now krishna explains like the apana vayu is going down, downward pranavayu is going upward when you sit with back straight chest up when you breathe properly the apana vayu the downward movement is controlled now by the way if you eat too heavy your downward air is active apanavayu is active your thoughts also are of that category because thoughts are carried from the mind to the body by air when your air is lighter going upward 
so that is why before any mantra we say pranayama even yoga because pranayama when you are able to control the breathing properly your thoughts they are transported from the heart because thoughts originate because from the mind and gopi parandan yeah. kuru told me how big is the mind as big as the soul to cover the soul that's it our soul is in that bubble so the thoughts are carried by prana by the air so if your airs are balanced so what happens when you overeat these air become unbalanced so that is why rupa goswami uses the word shadbhir bhakti vinashyati it's not a light word he says vinashyati vinashyati because all your thoughts are helter skelter yeah so you have to focus so that's when i realized diet is such an important part of bhakti it's not what not only what you eat the right quantity the right time right yeah so they say right if you want to eat or not to eat to get married or not to get married then you should not <laughs> <laughs> right if you don't know don't yeah i don't. see Okay, let's take some more questions here. We're running out of time. Um, so the proportions of the chia lemonade. So what I did was it was like three tablespoons of chia seeds uh, soaked in in like a liter, no, in like two and a half liters of water the night before, and then I would drink that as the day went on and add like fruit and other things, right? Yeah, three tablespoons of chia in uh, like a half to one liter of water. and next day you can add more water yeah so what we do in this is so that remains the same your chia and a liter of water so what we add in these is so you have lemon so you squeeze one lemon yeah. you add maple syrup maple syrup contains potassium and many different things very beneficial so you add maple syrup and you add one fruit uh like i add two kiwis or a little bit of raspberries or one of these as like a flavor right. and these fruits when you when you grind them and you flavorful the, the energy the vitamins that are contained in that they they give you so we avoid high sugar fruits like mango although there is a mango but you have more berries so berries are good turmeric kiwi so basically you make like you end up making a liter or a liter and a half so you can soak it in half liter to 1 liter and next day so you can have it concentrated like a or you can add more water and make it like 2 liters 3 liters and drink right. it a day but what i prefer is having it concentrated like within a liter yeah so that's how it works what's the, the uh, please review the name of the book yes so this is on our website you can order foodforthesoul.net so the book is food for the soul diet of a yogi and uh, the next other book that i have by the way is uh, this is on amazon so this you cannot order from me you have to go to amazon so healing mudras yogi natraj if you go if you type it in amazon you'll get the link it's on amazon prime so they sell so this book if you join any of our course we send it to you for free we give you a digital copy also but you can order this book separately also Yeah, I suggest getting that that book is really really nice. I haven't read the other one. I'd like to get that one also, but the the food for the soul is really um very very good book regarding the different recipes for uh the fast. Um okay, what about eating dal? Dal is good. Dal is actually protein. Now there are two types of dal. One is the uh, arhar ki dal, what do you call? It? So that is more like it has more uh, strength for the body. but proper used more of mung dal so mung dal is uh, more brain you know it's like 
energy for the brain. Uh, so mundal, so all the proteins that we need, so green gram sprouts, green Sprout. gram, akhamung, sprouts. But sprouts, the only thing about sprouts is one should not eat sprouts just raw because many people get acidity or uh, or the sprouts become, uh, what do you call it? It's a little difficult to digest. So you saute it. So in our book, we have prana sprout salad. So you add a little veggies and... And sauteed. That sounds and great. Today, I mean, I'm fasting. That sounds nice for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, dal, if you have it that way also. So, we have two days a week, we have sprouts day. So, my wife makes fresh sprouts and microgreens, and we add microgreens are amazing. So, you add uh, that is good, and uh, dal and beans. Uh, so, they are. All your proteins that you need, you will get there. So dal should be there every day. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, how to overcome sugar cravings? Good question. So sh sugar, <laughs> so sugar cravings basically. Uh, one of the things that we have to do is have natural sugar. More like if you taste these chia drinks, I'm sure Namras can tell you with the maple syrup right oh delicious are... delicious i loved it i can drink some right now so so when you when you actually do that you get something very tasty and very healthy for your gut you feel you feel good so then what happens is you avoid where foods where there is added sugar like sweets and this and that but maple is the only sugar that i would recommend it's not really that heavy sugar it has very low glycemic index and uh, that is something that you can avoid all other sugars and have so that's one way so and that's that that is the way i also have uh, uh, because jaggery we don't use so much but maple because it's good quality you get in north america and it's very healthy it's local so whatever is local is more healing uh, so we try to use maple and avoid all other types of sugar. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we do. And then when you do fast, and one of the things is sugar is not just about sugar. It is about acidity. So the more sugar cravings you have, means you have high carbs, high glucose, high sugar. So by gradually reducing the dinner, because sugar, carbs, they rewire the brain for addiction right. that's what i want you so that's why everything is sugar and carb because it's addictive now that is why all the books that are coming out today rewire your brain so they say rewire your brain is by intense exercise because what happens is intense exercise is also one way of overcoming sugar cravings because what happens is intense exercise over a period of time now my sugar surya namaskar is also a part of that it turns the body to ketosis wow. it reduces sugar craving so that is why intense exercise people are realizing more and more that is one of the best ways to actually rewire the brain also understanding the benefits of of stopping eating sugar is really cool like if you go to youtube and you put in i didn't eat sugar for 30 or 40 days and this is what happened there's tons of those videos and that can really help you get like inspiration of like wow what can really happen to my body when i cut out sugar 
So really yes. cool. Haribo Prabhu's, I really need a fasting program to give my body an urgent reset. Do you have an online fasting group? We'll need supervision for sure. That's a really good point that I wanted to add. Thank you for bringing that up, that you should do this with supervision. Don't just like start fasting and like you don't know what to do because you'll go crazy. And also it's it might be a little unsafe for some people. So you need to understand you need someone to kind of mentor you. That's in my own situation, that's why I actually contacted Gornath Raj Prabhu and I was like, hey, I want to do a fast. What's your program? So how can people get in into your program or whatever the program is? So you have on our website, uh, we have different programs and you can also, of course, on Facebook, uh, you can, you know, many people just message me. Uh, and my number 702-956-3123, you can WhatsApp or call or text. And uh, once you know, then we can, once you, uh, then I look for what you are actually looking for. Now, for example, if you're talking about diabetes, I saw another message by Mataji. So, so diabetes, I have a special, that's program I specialize in. People right, come to know. Here are the special rules for diabetics, yeah. Diabetics, yeah. So diabetics is, you can actually fasting is the best thing for diabetics because you have so much glucose, right? But you need to, fast it out but you have to strengthen yourself so it's a long-term program right. and it has to be under supervision because we do a very systematic assessment and then sometimes it's not possible so we give you what you're actually going through what you need uh, so yeah so and, and, it's also, and it's also like this is your means of livelihood as well it's not like you have a, a separate job or like a, you're like an IT person or and you're like, this is what you do. So this is what, what you, you get clients from, you know, giving them uh, advice and services for and a, a mentoring for this kind of thing. Right. Just Actually, want to make clear. Our, our, our revenues went up during the lockdown because everyone joined online fasting. Of course. And, uh, yeah. That's why we are now uh, planning to do like self course now now every course we we help you individually but we are also slowly trying to bring up courses where you can just sign up and you can just do it by yourself mm -hmm. uh, also so the chandrayan fast the diabetics the chandrayan fast is one of the best programs and uh, it reduces your cravings and everything and since the, in in modern medicine there is no cure for diabetes mm. but, Ayurveda, there Ayurveda yoga, there is, but it it has a, it it takes some effort because this is something which we have cultivated over ten to fifteen years, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, you, you can were, definitely. Yeah, you, you can, can definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna get the book. So one of the books is on Amazon, and one of the books you can get directly from you from the website. Is that right? Yes. Uh, this book is from our website. Uh, foodforthesoul.net if you go to our food website foodforthesoul.net if you go to book you can order it okay and uh, the other one like uh, uh, amazon yeah and amazon has good printing and uh, it this book is in kindle edition oh it is in kindle okay yeah yeah and if uh, you sign up for programs we do give you the uh, pdf edition also for this yeah right can you share the moon mantra please very simple. I think uh, Namra should be knowing this. Oh gosh, I forgot because <laughs> I haven't Om, done it. Om Som Somaya Namaha. Oh yeah, Om Som Somaya Namaha. And you say it about 10 times or something you said? Seven times, yeah. Okay, great. Oh, here's a cool question. Can we introduce fasting to young children from what age? Could this be beneficial for their health? Very good question. 
very much actually what happens is that children if if they get used to ekadashi fasting full moon fasting it actually helps control their mind and because uh, and children don't have so much of a problem like the adults because their fat is different but when we grow up our fat nature of the fat nature of the body changes so uh, it's very different but children have better digestion but the thing is if you get them to fast ekadashi or just take fruits on ekadashi you know that's what we do with our kids we just give them fruits and you know try to avoid in that way what happens it builds up a pattern and 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 something sometimes like we see most hindus they they just follow some rituals they don't even know why but it they do it so for children like sometimes when you grow up you really are reluctant oh fasting this that until there is some serious health issue but if you make it a habit for children i would say give them plenty of fruits you know that's where you can limit it to and uh, that's a real fast you know and they become really they they change their nature so and 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 the thing is you can by giving them fruits and other things on ekadashi and fasting days what happens is because they are so rich in minerals vitamins they get all that mm. you know they get all that so children get more benefit mostly from what i see children are very addicted today to this uh, donuts and cookies and you know all these are refined carbs they are yeah. super high sugars so but if you get them to eat fruits you know for children that's like a jackpot you know yeah so, yeah my kids love we we haven't given my older son who's 3 now he doesn't like we were really careful about giving him any kind of refined sugars and things and he's like really attached to like it's like it makes his day to have a banana like it's like he loves it you know or or like an apple or like a carrot like and 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 i was like i wish like i had that kind of very from very very beginning that kind of training that like i'm not relying on it you know it, when I guess in later in life it could change for him but but in the beginning I think it's a good thing to not introduce that. That's really good to hear. Yeah, my wife is like really really like really really strict about that. Okay, let's see some other questions here. Okay, do you recommend black or white chia seeds? Uh, I would recommend black because they are much more uh, energetic and absorptive, yeah. Okay. Uh Gornatraj for Iskon Health Minister. Well, you know, Prahlad Nandeswamy was removed because of certain views that he had. So, I don't know if Gornatraj will be wanted on the uh, to be the he health is, minister. He is anti-paneer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um what's the best way to increase the sadhana using yoga and ayurvedic techniques? Yes. Do you mean sadhana like chanting and hearing or yoga sadhana anyway you, you can answer it whatever way you you interpret that question yeah so now the my goal of this when i read uh, when i read uh, let me put it this way when i read uh, nathamuni's yoga rahasya somehow i had this quest so when i did uh, astrology uh, my my astrologer my mother was shocked in engineering i started you know chanting and this and that so it took me to an astrologer he said he will do his engineering but he will not be an engineer so <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like okay what will you do you know you'll do yoga i was like okay <laughs> so so i did my master's degree in yoga after finishing my engineering 
and uh, I had to find a meaning. And then I joined full time. And uh, after that, I wanted to continue my study. And I told my Guru Maharaj, I want to continue my study. So I used to go to my post-graduation college in Saffron. Wow. <laughs> I used to go to college in Saffron. And I really got a time. And in that, Nathamuni states that to reach the stage of pure bhakti, and of course, they do it in a their point is what the body, the mind and intellect has to be in the mode of goodness. Now in Patanjali Yoga Sutra, now this is something very important that my realization goes where, where Krishna says the mind is the enemy, mind is the friend. Now we fight with so many people, so many fights happen. This guy is my enemy, this guy did this, this guy did this. But Bhagavad Gita says your mind is your enemy. The most important sutras, in Yoga Sutra he says one should surrender unto Ishwara. Uh, Samadhi Siddhir, the perfection of Samadhi is by surrender. All these things are there. But he says one should be in the mode of goodness to progress. That was my biggest realization. Now that means what? Your body is alkaline. You are not acidic. Now these are the symptoms. Because if I am high in sugar, high in this, now how can I focus? Right? So there is a lot of uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, health sadhana service. Now, health is important. Now, Patanjali Yoga Sutra, Patanjali says, when you are born, right? So, our mind from many, many births, we carry impressions, habits, revenge, frustration from all previous births. And anything that happens this in this life, it triggers all those previous samskaras. But when we cultivate new habits right sometimes the most difficult thing in astrology it is said is to change one's astrological or your birth nature now we want a divine nature right we want a divine nature and who is your enemy patanjali says your mind now we see many devotees they were drug addicts they became devotees but sometimes they fell away and they became drug addicts again why your old habits come back, right? Many people, yeah. Yeah. you know, we won't take examples, but many people, they come. Now, Patanjali says, when I read this words, that was an amazing eye-opener. He says, your enemy is your mind because anything that happens to you in front of you, at the back of you, all your samskaras are there. Your reaction is based on your impressions. By the process of yoga, mm -hmm. by the process of healing, you mm -hmm. reverse the mind. You reverse this. But he says, be careful, yogi. This samskara is waiting 5x, 50x times. Because once you become slack in your practice, it will attack you 50 times more. I mean, that's a number I'm adding, but he says many times more, he becomes dangerous. Right. He says, a yogi, he should never become slack. So he says, when he has overcome his past samskara, that's the amazing thing. Samskara bhaved vijaha. I found the meaning at this time when he says, you have the same physical body, but when your mind has a whole set of new habits, where you are in complete control of, I'm going to eat this. I don't have a loose tongue. I don't, I, my control over diet is very clear and I'm completely focused. He says, you, you have a new birth. You have a new mind in the same physical body. 
that's when i said yoga sutras you know and when you read uddhav gita all this see uddhav gita it's all explained very beautifully devotionally now yoga also he says the perfection is devotion but here the principles are little more explained you know in this yoga yeah. sutras so that's where i find ayurveda is also a science he explains it as a science of sadhana bhakti yoga is also the science of sadhana bhakti it depends on how we study and that's why i enrolled for phd now because i really want to practice this even deeper to realize you know because bhaktir samrit maharaj and my guru maharaj tell me the same thing you should serve devotees by going in depth and and creating a new healthy generation of devotees you know that's yeah. my goal that's great that's fantastic i feel like we should do a whole another podcast just with a q and a cuz there's some really nice questions coming in but i i actually have to go and i don't have time to take them but um Gornat Raj Prabhu if you could if you could actually answer the last few questions in the ch- in the um when you're when when the podcast is over and and there's comment section in the video if you can answer them online that would be really really nice just cuz there's some good questions about um how to get sun if you don't have a lot of, sorry how do you get vitamin D if you don't have a lot of sun and and oh, something i'm really interested into um bodybuilding exercises that against ayurveda anyway we can't get into it now but great great yes. questions and prabhu will answer them i also want to know the answers too but thank you so much prabhu for joining and uh we have to do another episode i mean i i'm fascinated by everything you're saying and like i just i'm absorbing all of it so um maybe i'll do maybe i'll try to do another fast sometime and then we can do another podcast or or we can just do a whole q and a podcast that would be really fun so um if you like this podcast please share it uh and please uh subscribe to the youtube page to the facebook page if you want to get in touch with gornataraj prabhu his contact info is right there scrolling yoginataraj.com or foodforthesoul.net you can get in touch with him there um so uh please have a great rest of your day and again prabhu thank you for joining and if um please please uh yeah um keep in touch and and please continue to do what you're doing i really love what you're doing try to help devotees with their health and i think it's really important so we can live longer and we can serve krishna longer and serve the movement longer so thank you so much prabhu stay on i'm going to just turn the live off hey krishna everyone hey krishna hare krishna